3: And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs here at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And you guys are awesome. We have four lines jammed up, so we don't have to talk about our kids. And uh, we probably, will, everyone will probably appreciate that. And uh, let's get right to your calls. You've been great this morning. Let's go to Paul in Litchfield first. What's going on, Paul?
1: Good morning. Um, mm. I took your advice. And mm-hmm. I have Proton Mail. Yeah, what do you think? I I love it. Um, mm-hmm. Matter of fact, um, based on an email I just got this morning, I just upgraded to a paid account because it appears that Proton is going absolutely. They appear to be going after some company by the name of Google. <laughs> they're talking about they're talking about having a uh, a calendar app, which is mm-hmm. based on what I've seen, is a lot more functional. And of course, they have the, the VPN service available and all other fun stuff. Right, but going even further down the list, like I said, they're going after Google.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they have been contacted by the Congress, the United States Congress, as well as the European Union, mm-hmm. uh, for their view on big tax, big tech, and the tax on online privacy. Right, yeah. and and they, and they're talking about Apple and Google and the anti-competitive processes and the whole bit. Good. Um. And you know they've got a couple of links in the email to, to the whole thing, but I just you know I just it this is a whole lot worse than many of us realize. I mean, you know, you start thinking about it, you know, you know, we're so used to putting in all sorts of information. Right. I, I got a, I got a phishing email the other day, and they said, hey, you know, thank you very much, blah blah blah. This is the following information we need you to provide for us so we can move forward with this. Right and they, and he asked you know, what is my mother's maiden name right what yeah. is my pet's name
3: yeah they people put this in facebook all the time these are all these yeah. crazy facebook questions you know what what month of what what a month are are you what vegetable are you and all these crazy things and people put all this information in what's your what was your first car all that is security questions and people put it in facebook like crazy we're, we're a bunch of dingalings and um, our technology is spying on us. And eventually, there are going to be companies like Proton that come out that really focus on privacy. Like even Apple, we gave credit to last week, um, they are blocking or, or anonymizing your use on an Apple phone when you're on Facebook. So now, of course, the, the folks that advertise on Facebook that want to know exactly that you're a, a 50-year-old man, you're living in New England, you, you know, they want to know all this stuff is being blocked thanks to Apple right now and so their advertising is not as uh effective and uh we give it away Uh, we've been giving it away since (laughs) since geeks figured out if they give it to you for free you'll give them much more um so proton is definitely a step in the right direction Uh, again they're run by a mit swiss type company and assume they're completely benevolent <laughs> who knows yeah they do
1: and you know, like i said the whole thing is that there's, you can literally secure everything i mean yes. your calendar on google is available to anybody in the world
3: it feels like it is yes
1: well it probably is i mean I know I don't have the technology or the smarts to figure it out, but I'm sure that somebody sitting at tab computer, a couple of you guys got together over a couple, you know, over a latte or something, to figure it out.
3: We don't do latte; we do real coffee. Come on,
1: <laughs> latte. But, no. <laughs> yeah, but just stupid things like that, you know. Yeah. You know I, I'm with you. I don't really trust the cloud. No. What got me is that the they're currently in development. Proton is in development for a cloud service that is encrypted
3: correct so yes the data will be encrypted on their servers so that nobody can see what the data is if they get breached and there's tons of cloud services out there these days that are they're being breached constantly so our data is just strewn about the internet
1: hmm you mean like Google
3: Um, I'm sure we could find examples of Google breaches on the cloud however um, a lot of the security that Google uses is Titan keys um, for two-factor authentication. So it's been pretty difficult to breach Google because they use a physical 2FA device, which we've talked about, like Yubico keys and Titan keys to keep security down. But if you if you remember the Elon Musk story that we had last week where their internal guy was offered a million dollars by a Russian national to load software on their systems, um, that can't be too far off. And if you think about Twitter, how Twitter was recently hacked, all those all those very powerful accounts were hacked from the president to Bill Gates to Twitter itself. The the bad guys just tricked the Twitter people into giving them access to tools that you would never have guessed even existed, allowing people who worked at Twitter to be able to convert the account itself into being under control by someone other than the owner. So if you've got a cloud account and you think you're the one in control, i got another thing to tell you because you're not. Uh, and that Twitter scenario should give you give you pause because you think you're going to go ahead and tweet as you, and somebody internally then tweets out whatever they want as you, That's that's got to be chilling. And that tool shouldn't exist. I mean, that tool shouldn't exist. Twitter should be able, be able to turn on or turn off your account, not be able to impersonate you and put in whatever you want using their internal tools. So the cloud is a... <laughs> It's an issue. It's a big issue. Yeah,
1: I mean, there's an ad you guys run for one of your clients where their whole cloud account vanished.
3: Correct. So, yeah, we've run some ads about it as a company whose uh, yeah. cloud service, they, they basically were held hostage. So the, the another IT company took and put their systems in the cloud. And it, did, it didn't work. It was awful, very poor performance. This the client was not going to pay them for the the poor service. But the cli- the cloud the IT company says, well, we're not going to give you your data back until you pay for it. So they held them hostage. Um, and that's another issue, right? So if you put your stuff in the cloud, if you think about right now, you know, if you don't pay your taxes or you don't pay your water bill, you don't. They just turn it off, right? Your connection to the cloud, which in this case, water, they just twit, turn the spigot. Ee, ee, oh, oh. No water for you, so what happens if you have a dispute with your cloud provider that happens to run your company and you you know a lot of people don't pay their bill to get action right I mean it may not be the best approach, but a lot of people do that. If you don't pay your cloud provider for access to your data, how do you run your company? Exactly. You're stuck you're totally stuck. so when you have a local server, you have local control. they can't do anything about you and you can have your dispute and continue to operate and not have to worry about them damaging your ability to go to market by turning off that spigot to yours to your own data um, and they probably have in the in their uh u r l their euLA's agreement saying look they're not even responsible for any hacks or anything anyways you are so along with putting it in the cloud you're still responsible for what happens to it in the cloud and you have no control of it in the cloud so keep that in mind
1: <laughs> exactly But well, I just want to say thank you very much for telling telling me about Proton.
3: I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I think it's a good alternative, and it's a good secure email service, and it's, it, it's going to be there for you rather than having something like Hotmail or Gmail or whatever just go away. That free service, they don't have any loyalty to you. If it goes away, it goes away.
1: And it comes with free VPN, too.
3: Yep, yep, even better.
1: All right, that's enough commercials. Have a good day, guys.
3: <laughs> All right, Paul. Bye-bye. You too. Uh, bye-bye. It's not really a commercial. It's just a, a service. You, know, you guys need to know about these things that are out there. Um, so Doug and Branford, we're going to get to you after a quick break. So hang on there, buddy. I'm um, giving you a, a heads up. So when we come back for you after the break, you'll be there. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab i'm eric and i'm bob <laughs> and we're gonna be here till 11 o'clock get into your computer calls comments questions and concerns let's go to doug in Brantford, like i promised next day hey, doug hello hey good morning are you there yeah i'm here what can we do for you sir i'm sorry what what can we do for you
4: uh i have a couple of questions uh one on computers and one on cell phone but um you know, with the, the TikTok, I advise you to really go online and look at Google iPhones and TikTok, and you'll understand why it's being banned this month.
3: Oh, I I'm, I'm totally understand why it's being banned. I'm totally for it, and I've been warning my kids forever. Yeah, don't have to worry yeah, about me. It, I understand why it's it, being banned.
4: It's scary. It's a state law in, in China. But uh, anyway, um, yeah. it doesn't matter with the computer if it's a PC or not. Um, why, when they sell you a computer, you own it is there administrative password to get into the computer
3: why is there
4: yeah and yeah I mean you uh, you know I own the computer why do I need a a password to get into the into the computer to do administrative functions
3: well because you can have additional users that you can configure to share that computer
4: okay but this it's administrative
3: Hmm. Right. So you can give people less lowered credentials to not have okay. administrator access. So you could have uh, your wife access it, your your son, your daughter.
2: When the, when the uh, computer is built and the operating system is loaded for the first time, it automatically by default creates an administrator account. Mm-hmm. Without that yeah. administrator account, you could not configure anything on the computer. So they have to have an administrator account. And... The reason uh, it has to have a password now, and he didn't used to, but it right. has to have a password to protect uh, that computer from being hacked by other people. Right. So, you know, then the initial administrator on that computer can configure anything on that computer. So then it can create additional user accounts. Mm-hmm. And the user accounts are designed with less administrative um permissions Mm -hmm. so that they can't make changes to the computer that's basically going to break it. So when you first get your computer, you log into the administrator account. The first thing you should do is change the password to something that only you know and then create a user account for everybody that's going to use that computer with different Mm -hmm.
3: passwords. Right. It's the same thing as to why your car has keys. Oh, okay.
4: Um,
3: Cell phone.
4: Yeah, um, I first of all, there are apps that are on the phone that mm-hmm. I it, it doesn't give the ability to. It's an Android. Yep. It does not give the ability to delete these apps like like uh, YouTube is on my is on my cell phone. I, I want to delete it. I've in disabled it, but I like to, you know, just get rid of it. Right. How do I get rid of apps like that?
3: So it's sometimes that's hard because Google owns YouTube. Yeah. So if it's an if it's a Google service or Google phone, they can say this is a required app on my phone. Just like Samsung can force you to have apps on your tablet or what have you. They force it as part of the operating system. It's part of the understanding you, you make when you purchase the device that these companies can do what they want to do, which again is wrong. Um, I mean, they sh- you should be able to take off any any software you want, but uh-huh. Google's going to. Th- this is this goes way back to when Microsoft was being sued for their browser. They uh-huh. were being told that their browser was an integral part of the operating system, and this is a twenty five years ago we were fighting over this. And Microsoft, you know, the the big big antitrust case there. Um, they were able to say, no, it's integral, and you can't. You, we can leave it on there. So now every couple of weeks or days or whatever, you, what have you, your operating system says, are you sure you want to have Chrome as your default browser? I really would like to be your default browser, says Microsoft's Edge. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're battling for your eyeballs on your own device that you purchased.
4: Yeah, it's just annoying when it keeps popping up. I hear but, you. Uh, the other thing is this, is that, you know, in – on a phone and you, when you text message mm-hmm. and you have the ability to put these little, um, these videos in yeah. your text message. Yeah. Is there a way to delete some of those?
3: When somebody sends them to you?
4: Uh, no, on your, that, that are on your phone.
3: Uh oh. <laughs> I've never tried. Um, you
4: never tried?
3: No, I've never tried. Why do you want to do that? Not, I'm just curious. I
4: just don't like some of them, and I don't want them taking up storage on the phone. So I just yeah. like delete them.
3: I wonder if there are even, to be honest with you, I never really considered whether or not they were actually on the phone or not. Um, uh-huh. They may not be actually on the phone. I'll have to go find that out. Uh, I've never tried, tried to do that. and I would, If I had to guess, you probably can't delete them. Um, but I will find out for you because I am curious about that. It's a good question because some of them are completely raunchy.
4: E, there's a, a couple titles that I just, you know, headings that I just don't want on the phone at all.
3: I understand. Yeah, you don't want it in your pocket. Yeah. Yep, I'll find What's out that? for you. I, I don't know that it can be, but again, these companies, they do what they want with their systems. Mm-hmm. Um, I
4: just didn't know if there was a way you could hook it up to your, your computer and then, you know, go through it's. It's kind of hard because it's. I think they're blocked or something that, in terms of going through files on the computer, uh, that are on your phone.
3: Correct, because it's an operating system as well. So there are areas that yeah. are going to be protected that can't be modified because that's the function of the operating system and the company that provided to you, whether it be Apple or Android or Huawei. <laughs> uh,
4: okay. Um. Hey. Hey. Thanks a lot.
3: Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find the answer for you, Doug, on the uh, on the question on deleting those um, those little videos that you can put into text. We'll, we'll find out if that's doable.
4: Yeah. Hey, thank you very much, and have a good day.
3: You too, Doug. Enjoy the holiday. Yep, we will. You too. All right. So we're going to step out for a uh, a quick break, or no, no. Actually, we're going to continue because uh, we already did our break. That was Doug coming back from the break. Let's go on. I'm going know what I'm what I'm thinking this morning. Let's go over to uh, Hank and Enfield next. What's going on, Hank? You there, Hank?
5: Yes. Good morning. Hi. Uh, you have to bear with me a little bit. I'm, I have to use hearing aids, so I, I have a question for you. I have a new uh, desktop uh, Hewitt Packard that I bought last December, and everything was working fine with my Windows 10 here, yeah. until uh, Hewitt Packard went and did a BIOS upgrade here about five or six weeks ago, and I always used to log on with a PIN number, and then when I after it went through the process and it did the upgrade. It, when I went to log on with the PIN, it came up with a message that said to me, your PIN is no longer available due to a change in the security settings of this device. Right. And and so I, I it doesn't tell you what, what I changed.
3: The whole bias. You changed the whole bias, which is the brain of the motherboard.
5: Right. Okay. But then, then it can, then it gives me an option at the bottom of it. it said, it's got an option that I can uh, reset it. It says, click to set up your PIN again. And then I, when I go into that, it goes into a Microsoft uh, welcome and all this other stuff, and it comes back with a, a message that says, uh, "Well, first it tells me to enter my password. Now everything is working fine with my password. Everything, if I I can get on the system with the password and everything, but when it when I go to do that upgrade to the uh, to get use the PIN again, it comes up and it tells me to uh, you know enter the password to get into a message from Microsoft that tells me to. Uh, that they sent me a security code that I have to enter.
3: Oh, that's and another I go, issue.
5: I go to get my security code and when I go to put it in though it doesn't it won't allow me to put it in. It's you know the the blink, the cursor keeps blinking but when I enter the numbers it doesn't take the numbers.
3: Yeah and so, so I that's can't get past that. Yeah, you've got two problems, Hank. Yes. you 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 would had a pin on your bias that you would put in before you got to your operating system right
5: yes correct when I set it up yeah
3: Yep. so then you updated your bias and that pin changed secondarily Microsoft is sending you a two-factor authentication on your Microsoft side so that pin is a different pin that they want you to enter um, in your two-factor authentication for the Microsoft side of the equation so it's a little bit screwed up on both sides here for you we're coming up against a hard break and I bring you back up after the break okay sure all right, so we'll continue on with uh, with Hank, and feel free to get online, guys. A couple lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. It was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> it had just spent the day. Just we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Um, I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. I'll give you a second opinion on your health advice, so stick around for that. And we were on with Hank, who uh, – are you still there, Hank? Yes, I am. Thank you. So you had updated your bias, and you did have a pin that you yes. were putting in – now, here, so the, I'm I'm am angling to. There's two there's two pins you could be dealing with. This could be a Windows 10 pin, which is a a pin you'd put in prior to the Windows 10 operating system opening up, but it's still a Microsoft.
5: That's uh, yeah, that's that's the one. You know, when I turn on the system in the morning, you know, to go on the computer, that's when I entered the pin.
3: Well, right. So the problem though is I'm trying to discern whether it's a hardware pin because you can actually set up a password on your BIOS before the operating system boots but you you told me you updated your bias and all of a sudden this went haywire on you yeah so yeah
5: well you know I got the message I got the message from Hewitt Packard that uh, five right. weeks ago said to update my BIOS and that's what I did and then after this is when the, ha- the problem started
3: right so I'm thinking it's a bias problem but it, it could be a Microsoft problem so we're gonna put a link for your, how to change your Microsoft pin there's about five settings you can do to go through and deal with, to see if that's your problem. Okay. If it's a bias pin issue, um, that would be based on the bias itself.
2: It sounds like the uh, when the BIOS was overwritten, it erased your pin.
3: That's what and, I'm assuming. And so the
2: default action is to not ask you for a pin. So you might have to go into the BIOS and configure a new pin or your old pin, whatever. So that it asks you for the PIN before it gets to the operating system.
3: If that's what happens. So you would have to remember whether or not this is a hardware PIN, meaning don't boot up the machine until I've got my hardware PIN. And a lot of that's based on encryption and and what you might do for the system to to get it protected before you go into the operating system. Or there is a Windows 10 PIN, which could be your issue, and it's just coincidence that it happened after your BIOS update. And we'll post a link to going through those steps on the Windows 10 PIN because part of me thinks it's that for you. Okay. Um, and uh, basically, it goes through the very, very five real simple steps for you to go ahead and and configure your PIN. And why Microsoft lost it is beyond me. Um, but uh, you'll have to try to follow this.
5: It looks like Microsoft is is, is willing to t- to change it, but when it when it puts up and it tells me to enter the code so that it can continue. When I go to enter the code, it doesn't—it doesn't allow me to put any numbers in. You know, the the, the cursor just keeps flashing, and I try to enter the end, the, the code that they send me, mm. and it doesn't go in. It just stays there. You know, as if I was doing nothing.
2: Do you have a full-size keyboard with a, pin pad over off on the right side?
5: Do I have I have a fin,
3: a full-size keyboard? Yes. Yeah, with a number pad to your right. Yes, is I Yes. Is...
2: Okay. When you're booting up, does the NumLock light come on?
5: Well, the numbers are always locked on, I guess. I, I, I don't watch it when I boot up. I mean, I, uh, the, the, I, I always use the number pad on the right-hand side usually instead of the, the numbers on top. Okay, okay.
2: so um, you got to check and see if that NumLock light is on because the BIOS might have changed it so that the num the numbers NumLock doesn't come on. And so it's not putting anything in when you hit those keys. So what you could do is you could try the keys on the top of the keyboard instead and see if that works.
5: Okay, try that. Okay.
3: Yeah. But
5: what's what's that link that you were telling me that if in case this
3: doesn't work? Yep, it's okay. going to be at computertalkwithtab.com. Go to our show uh, page yes. and the link will be there. It'll say how to change pin. How to uh, change pin. Okay. Yeah. For okay. your this is for a Windows ten pin change. So, so I,
5: I just I just that'll be on one of my um, the menus in there how to change pin.
3: Yep, it'll okay. it'll be there on uh, computertalkwithtab.com dot com. If you go to the live links, okay, that link should be there. Mike G will post it for you. Okay, very good. Yeah, hopefully we'll figure hey, out which know, pin it is. That's yeah, the, the problem. You
5: know, the the weird part about this is I have no problem if I log on with my password. I, everything's working fine. It's just that I can't get back to the pin.
3: You can't get back to the PIN, and, and my question is, is it a BIOS PIN or is it a Windows PIN? Yeah, okay. And and I'm, I'm not sure, sure you know.
5: Di- yeah, I didn't know that there were two different ones, you know, because...
3: Yeah, you when can I, you can configure I it. I don't know what you I, configured.
5: When I installed the Windows, it's asked you if you want to use PIN, and that's when I entered the PIN.
3: Yeah, I'm guessing it's a Windows PIN then.
5: Okay, and th- and then when they did the BIOS update, did they erase the Windows, I mean, the Microsoft PIN or something, you think?
3: I don't. I just think it's coincidental, um, oh, but it, okay. it led me down a path to think you had a biased password.
5: Yeah, because yeah, when they, when they put that message up there, that says, you know, it was it, it, due to a change in the security settings. I was trying to figure out. I didn't make any change, so something must have changed. Some, and I don't even know what security setting they changed.
3: No kidding. I know that's the level uh, that we deal with, with Microsoft. Yeah. Um I mean, again, it could have been just a reboot that occurred. They finally applied the changes to your operating system. While your bias change was done, just because you're rebooted and yeah. coincidentally, Microsoft had an issue that occurred at the same time that happens all the time with with computers um, there is you know updates that occur or are fully applied after a reboot, okay. and obviously a bias would require a reboot
4: okay all right well
5: i I'll, I'll try the the numbers at the top because I mean i've always used the the numbers on the side in the, in the uh, you know in the past. The, the, yeah. In you know, the last five weeks, I've still been using the number pad on the right-hand side, and they've been working fine. So okay. I'll try the numbers at the top, and then if that doesn't work, I'll go to your site and see if I can get this message through the uh, changing pin option.
3: Yeah, I think that'll probably solve it for you.
5: Okay. Well, thank you for your help anyhow. Well, good luck. You take
3: care. Yeah. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye, Hank. That's one of the, always the big worry when you do an update on your system is what's going to break. We recommend you do this upgrade. You may not be able to use your computer afterwards, but we recommend you do this upgrade. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Steve in Woodbury next. What's going on, Steve?
0: Uh, yes. Good morning, uh, Eric.
3: Good morning.
0: Uh, yes. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, I have a uh, an HP Slimline, and I'm using uh, Windows 10, and uh, I'm finding that the system seems to be dragging quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm also finding that my download speeds have, have dropped down to a crawl. And I've, te- I've checked it with speed test uh, on both Firefox and Chrome. But right. when I try using my iPad uh, in the same location, it, it runs considerably faster. So I was wondering if you guys could give me any, any insight into that.
3: Okay, so what is your Internet speed supposed to be?
0: Uh, around 50. But okay. I'm uh, I'm also using uh, I'm I'm using a Wi-Fi extender mm. because of the way my house is configured. So I'm not looking to get 50, but uh, my iPad runs around 25 or so, which it seems to be more than more than enough. Okay. Uh, but what I'm getting from Firefox and Chrome is like five.
2: <laughs> You're using uh, 5G or 2.4? And
0: excuse me. I'm sorry. The the signal your your audio is a little low.
3: So we got him cranked. I can't help it. He's we've we've tried with Bob. We don't know. <laughs> Are you
2: on 5G or 2.4? 2.
0: 2.4.
3: On both devices?
0: Yeah.
3: All right, you should be getting the same exact speed then if they're both on the 2.4 SSID. Um being massively slower on the on the computer is probably just a well, I assume you sit down with your iPad right there in the same location as the computer to get the test correct, right?
2: Correct. Hmm. So both the computers are uh, wireless, I assume.
3: Yeah.
0: Both of them are wireless, and and I'm using the iPad right in front of the desktop, and that's getting five times the speed. Yep. Uh, And uh, there Um, are also um, other things. Every once in a while, the other programs on the computer do seem to kind of start seeming to slow down, but it's mostly noticeable with the browsers.
3: So you could have malware running on your Windows 10 machine that's slowing you down. Um, have you run Malwarebytes to see if there's anything on there?
0: Uh, yes, I, I have Malwarebytes and I have uh, OpenDNS and uh, Webroot, and I, I use them periodically, and they haven't come up with anything.
3: Okay, then. So your computer is probably clean, but you're having a problem with your Wi-Fi. I'm guessing it's your your Wi-Fi uh, adapter. Which is built Uh, into the computer, that little slimline computer. Um, Yes. My suggestion would be to go to like a Staples or a a Best Buy and pick up a USB wireless adapter. That you'll then try it to connect to your wireless service because it could just be the your network card in your computer is not very good or failing or not working really well.
2: How much RAM do you have on your computer?
0: Eight gig. Eight
3: gig gig is plenty. Yeah. So I think wow. it's your I think it's your network card based on what you've told me so far um so uh-huh. go out and get a USB wireless adapter that you can plug into the side of the computer configure it via 5 g or two point four um and see if it improves your performance there's nothing else for us to have you try you have we are assuming you have no malware and we already know it that your iPad works in the same location at this at the higher speed, so it's got to be your network interface card that is the issue if logic would dictate. <laughs> It may okay. not be, but it's worth trying. It's an inexpensive try. It's like 35 bucks for these uh, w- uh wireless USB network cards. So if you go to Staples or something like that, they should be able to tell you and get you one.
0: Okay. All right, so that would be the next thing to try then.
3: Yeah, I think that's the next thing to try. The other alternative is instead of using an extender, um, consider getting a uh, device that actually runs over your power lines where you would plug a transmitter near your actual router that would then broadcast the network signal over your power, your internal wiring of your house, to the outlet where your computer is, and then you'd connect it via an Ethernet cable, and that might give you a better connection as well.
0: So so I've seen devices like that, but I kind of always assume they wouldn't work very well. You're saying they, they there are brands that do work well?
3: Yeah, they're they are they have improved that tremendously. Um we can probably find some examples for you and post them on computertalkwithtab.com as alternatives to trying to run an extender. Extenders are really not very good. They find the signal in your house and then try to rebroadcast it. Um they're they're never that good. Either do a do what I just suggested, the power over ethernet type of well, the power the ethernet over power is kind of what it's like. And uh, if that doesn't work, you would want to um Consider getting another access point in your home, and having somebody run an Ethernet line up to your whatever you're trying to do up where this computer is, and put an access point there. That's truly an access point. Okay, that's All a right. common I issue. I
0: have... Yeah, sorry. I, I didn't. Uh, I am using the uh, the re- the um, the extender because it's a uh, my my uh, access. Point is all the way at the opposite end of the house, which is a considerable distance. Yeah. Um, but um, I always, uh, I, I kind of never had much faith in this power line stuff. But I haven't really looked at it in a long time. So yeah, take a look uh,
3: at it. We'll put some links up there to some highly rated ones for you, so you can see something worth trying. It's not; those aren't too expensive either. What are you seeing, Bob, for cost?
2: Well, I, I, what I'm seeing is anywhere from like forty dollars to a hundred and ten. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, that's doable. Sure. Okay. Uh, can I ask you one? Uh, can I mention one more small small item?
3: Yeah. Really quick. We have to go to break soon.
0: Uh, the lady who was having the problems with eBay, uh, I had similar problems, and if she tries going to her tracking and uh, tracking protection page and switching from uh, strict or custom to standard, uh, it worked for me. It brought the page back.
3: Gotcha. So because you were blocking tracking. The the eBay folks might have given you a poorer presentation of their site. I, 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 that could work. Okay.
0: Okay. Thank you.
3: Thanks, Steve. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. We're going to step out for a quick break. Doug and Ron, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We're here till 11. We'll be right back. Well, I think we're back. <laughs> I think we are. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We're going to go right to your calls because you were nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go to Doug in New Britain first. What's going on, Doug? Doug, you there? Uh-oh. You there? Hey, there you are, Doug. What can I do for you, sir? No, I can
5: hear you. A VPN. Yeah. Configured through your router. Is that the best way to do it, opposed to just putting it on one computer?
3: So it depends on what you're trying to do. This is a complicated question sometimes for folks. So if you're wanting to connect a bunch of folks within one location to another location, then a point-to-point VPN router-to-router is the preferred method, right? So if you've got four people in your home and you all want to connect to an office that's got 30 people, you would connect with a VPN tunnel, it's called, a point-to-point tunnel, allowing those five people to access the the main location.
5: No, we don't have to do anything that complicated. It's just for security, I'm just thinking, too.
3: Okay, then you would you would want to configure a VPN um, to be utilized when you do your when you choose to use it. So you would click on the VPN if you want to go browsing, right? Uh, when you want to use it more securely, and then you don't use it when you don't want to do it more securely. I, I don't think I would was, configure it on the router.
5: If you configure it to your router, does does it provide protection wirelessly, not just hooked up to the wire?
3: It would. So if you're going to use a VPN service, you configure that through your router to the VPN service. Then any any surfing you do will be done through that VPN tunnel, any connectivity you do. And that can really slow you down, though. A VPN will slow you down. Okay. Um, so
5: if I just want to do any secure banking or anything, I could just do it off the one desktop.
3: And just activate
5: the VPN down there, yeah.
3: That's what I'd recommend you do, yeah.
5: Okay. Uh, yeah, I, that's what I've tried. But I was just in the router settings the other day, and I saw a VPN setting. I was like... Hmm.
3: Yeah, more more, than, more likely than uh, than not, that's being used for a point-to-point tunnel um, rather than what you're considering doing.
5: Okay, the other question was, I'm having trouble logging onto my router from the desktop only. If I do it, you know, when you punch in router login or 192.168, mm-hmm. it just keeps blocking it. I, I've uh, dis- disabled the firewall. It's just nothing seems to be working. From the desktop only, I can do it from a laptop or an iPad.
3: Hmm. So it sounds to me like your desktop is not on the same IP scheme as the rest of your system. That's that's the answer I'd give you. I, I'm sure that it is though. So if you're trying to access the router through the VPN, if you've got that enabled and you type in that one nine two one six eight, you're going to have a problem. No, we-
5: no, I don't. I don't have the. Uh- VPN enabled right
3: now. Okay. Just, so if you if you go to a command prompt, CMD, if you type in CMD in the bottom left-hand corner of the type search here box you get with Windows yeah. 10, and you're going to get to a command prompt, you want to type the word ping, P-I-N-G, space, and then the IP address of the router to see if you get a response.
5: Okay.
3: I suspect you will, but I'm just curious as to what's going on. I want to make sure you're on the same um network as your router is. Because if you go into the browser and put that browse the IP address in the browser, it should take you to the router's main page, right Pop?
2: Login page. Login page.
3: Yeah.
5: Yeah, a login page. Okay, I just pinged it. It says ping
4: one. general failure.
3: General failure is not a good response. So so type in
2: IP config in the command prompt.
3: So what what it's telling me is you're not seeing your own router.
2: Okay. So IP config will tell you what the IP address of your computer. Of your computer. Is.
5: Okay, right next to that uh <clears throat> in that same spot there on the uh, command yeah. prompt.
3: Yeah, yeah, just type in IP config. And what we're trying to see is, you know, if your router let's say is one nine two dot one six eight dot one dot one. Yeah. And your computer is one nine two dot one six eight dot four dot thirty two well, you're yes. on a different network.
5: Yeah, it is. It's 1.3 it's one 3 opposed to 1.1 1. 1 I've been doing this whole No,
3: time. that's okay. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. So your computer is 1.3? Yeah.
5: It's, well, the IPv4 address
2: is
3: 1.3, yeah. So 192.168.1.3? 1. Right. Okay. And you think, so okay, so this tells me something else.
2: So what's the gateway? Yeah. What's The your gateway g- is 1.1. Can you ping 1.1?
3: He can't. That was his first failure, right?
5: Yeah, yeah. I kept doing yeah one nine two one six eight one point one. Yeah, it keeps. I've done it in Chrome, both of the Internet Explorer browsers. It's...
2: Well, if you I, can't I, ping it, you're not going to get there.
3: Yeah, if you can't ping it, you won't get there with any browser.
5: Right. So, so, <clears throat> so, so the IP would... address V four is that my. Or is it the, 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 the default gateway? That's the router.
3: The default gateway is your router. Your address is your address given to you by the router. But you, and So it's speaking to you, but you can't ping out to it. All right. What have you done to your computer?
2: So, wait, I would maybe uh, reboot the router.
3: Reboot the router? But he can get there from a laptop. You can get there from a different device, right?
5: I can get there from my iPad, yeah. That's the funny thing is, yeah. We did do some, but even before I had this problem, we did have to reconfigure the Netgear router with some uh, help from India. The other I
3: think you might months. have made an error. I think so.
5: <laughs> no, well, actually, I couldn't get in beforehand anyways. Oh,
3: you beforehand. couldn't? Yeah, on
5: the desktop. Yeah, I know. Years ago I could, but now I can't. It's
3: like, Why would
5: that be the case? On? I don't and know. When the... it comes up, it says your, you know, your antivirus or your uh Thing is blocking you firewall, so I disable it. For
3: 15 yeah,
5: minutes. I try to get in that way. It
0: still doesn't let me in.
3: So you, you could have a security tool that is blocking you. Um, so don't do anything with your firewall because it's working for other devices. But it does right. seem like you've got a security tool that's blocking you, and I can't think what it is. I can't. I mean, you. I assume you're turning off your antivirus. You've turned off your firewall, like you said in the beginning of the call. Right. Um, Something is blocking. So what you're going to have to spend some time doing is trying to figure out what could block that that router, um, knowing the security tools you have. So you'd have to say, yeah. you know, does Norton block access to X firewall?
2: You could try disabling your your NIC and then re-enabling it and see if that works.
3: Your NIC is your network interface card.
5: Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
3: Well, we're all coming right. against a hard a hard stop here. We we'll hope we give you some ideas to try, but it does look yeah. like you've got something misconfigured on your system.
5: Okay. Well, it gives me a little bit of yeah, to go after. All, all right. right. Thanks, guys. Have a good
3: afternoon. You Bye. too, sir. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday uh, morning, uh, Labor Day weekend. Hope you guys have a great weekend coming up. I want to thank Mike G. for posting everything live over at, at ComputerTalkWithTab.com. I want to thank Joe back in the studio there in Farmington. We're here in the hermetically sealed studios here in uh, East Hartford. And... Uh, What's the line, Bob?
2: We'll see you next week.
1: Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader.